Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football Funcast with your host, Todd Burroughs. Welcome to the latest installment of the Run to Daylight podcast. Today we'll be doing an NBA version of our show, even though we had the football music to lead us in. And I'm once again united with my regular partner making lineups live, the Mauler, the Motown Mauler. You can find him at Motown Mauler on Twitter, and you can find me at Todd from PA on Twitter as well. Mauler, how are you doing? I'm a little tired. Um, had a basketball game today. The uh, adrenaline from opening day baseball, you know, got me a little tired out. But I'm excited, man, really excited. How are you doing? I'm good, and uh, I've missed doing the pod with you. We, you know, you were on vacation, and work has uh, – I hate when work kind of gets in the way of uh, my, my, my night line, uh, which is doing the podcast, And uh, but it has lately. It's been a little tough to uh, – find the energy to do it. Yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm just happy that baseball's back. You know, basketball's been such a struggle with you know the late scratches and the late lineup changes and this and that. It, it gets kind of tiring, you know, having to keep up until the lock of every game. So, I'm just thankful that baseball's here where, you know, I I woke up this morning at you know, maybe 8:39 o'clock and there were already lineups out. So, that was uh you know, almost a godsend, and it's really exciting time of year. Yep, absolutely. I have to admit, I'm on a bit of a losing streak with the NBA. Uh, it's a combination of two things. I think, you know, I just haven't had it in me to do a lot of studying. Business, again, has been really good, and, you know, that's bad for DFS. And at the same time, I've wanted to play every night, so... Uh, I'm down a couple hundred bucks over the last couple weeks, but uh, we're going to try and make it back tonight. And um, I can't say that I've put in the most effort I ever have into getting ready for this, but uh, I wanted to do another NBA show before we kind of turned our attention a little bit more to baseball. Yeah. And, you know, I've been doing actually pretty well in NBA. You know, I, I've, uh, haven't made, you know, a ton of money or won any GPPs, but I've been playing a little more cash and I've hit over 300 several nights in a row. And uh, my buddy that I let play with me on my account, he, uh, he's been doing okay. So it's been a, a good couple of weeks and, you know, just keeping up with the latest uh, scratches and the latest injury news, you know, that helps so much. And I can't stress to our listeners enough how pertinent it is, pertinent it is to, you know, keep up with the injury news, keep up with the lineup updates and, you know, make your changes accordingly. I, I do have a little bit of exciting news. Um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not hesitant per se to mention it because 
I think everyone would understand, considering what I'm about to say, if if it ended up not coming about. But I did get a verbal, or in this case, a text, uh, okay, that uh, Ross Tucker said that he would come on and do an interview with me. So I, I think that's pretty exciting, don't you think? Yeah, except I don't know who Ross Tucker is. <laughs> He's, uh, that's funny. Uh, maybe not funny if he, he ends up listening to check out the show, but um, not that I think he will, but uh, he's a former NFL player. He played for five or six different NFL teams in the 2000s. He's an offensive lineman, and he is a regular host on Sirius NFL Radio. He's a sideline reporter for NFL and college games, and um, he does a regular Fantasy Feast podcast with Evan Silva and a few other podcasts. So it's, it's an actual NFL player. Yeah, no, I knew I knew who he was. I was just uh, giving you a hard time and hoping that he heard me. Um, so maybe if we ever met in person, he could chase me around for a little while and I could see how fast I can run at my old age. Yeah, I mean, you're big, but you're not uh, Ross Tucker big. No, no. And that's the thing, you know, I played, uh, you know, basketball and baseball and everything beyond. And I've met some big people, some tall people, some wide people. Um, I think the biggest person I've ever met in person might be Rick Mahorn. It was well after he retired and, you know, got a little chunkier than he even was playing. And he gave me a pair of his uh, warm-up pants from the Pistons. And as a teenager, I was a good six foot. I was skinny, but I could fit my whole body in his warm-up pants. If that, you know, tells you how big he is. Seven footer, well over 300 pounds, just a mammoth man. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember him. I, I He was one of those guys. He was kind of like... To the Pistons, what Charles Oakley was to the Knicks. If you were a Knicks fan in the 90s, you liked Charles Oakley and what he brought to your team. But if you were not a Knicks fan, boy, I could see how you could really dislike him. And Rick Mahorn was kind of the same way. And, you know, uh, just a a nasty, tough guy. Uh, But I think people respected him more than they did Bill Lambeer even though Lambeer had a much better game uh, because Mahorn, you got what you saw coming. I I think, I think they felt that Lambeer maybe was a little more of a sneakier, dirtier guy. Yeah, I totally agree with that assessment as well as the comparison to Mahorn and Oakley. Um, You know, I was a Pistons fan, a bad boys fan, a huge fan of the Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace going to work Pistons, but I always cheered for the Knicks against those Bulls teams because, you know, as a Pistons fan, we didn't we didn't like the Bulls one bit. And, you know, I can remember cheering for Charles Oakley when he would knock down Jordan or Pippen. Um, the only thing I would say is Oakley had a way better offensive game um, than Mahorn, not to say Oakley was a, a huge offensive threat, but he could at least put it in the basket when he needed to. So that, that was a great <clears throat> comparison. Yep, I, I, I think so. So we better get going. Um, you know, lock is at 6 p.m. I've taken the uh, liberty earlier of signing us up for the 20, uh, $27 NBA 25K crossover with 25000 guaranteed. Let's see where our full contest details. 3500 to first place. Not the most we've ever chased, but... Uh, it's something. Yeah, and we have to deal with less competition. You know, there's only uh, a thousand 
64 entries. So, you know, with the lower uh, prize pool, though, comes, you know, the lower number of teams that we have to beat to get in there. Yeah, and you and I don't talk about the day-to-day DFS uh, economics and some of the trouble that's been going on. But, um, you know, prize pools are going to be lower now that FanDuel and DraftKings have pulled out of the state of New York. And until that gets settled and rectified, which I, I still think is going to happen, uh, we're just going to have to get used to lower lower pools and lower uh, top-end prizes because, uh, let's face it, there's just not going to be as many people playing the games. Yeah, and the same, you know, Texas has lost their right to play too, and that is a huge state for DFS as well. But for our listeners out there, um, you know, that are in New York or Texas, there's a gentleman by the name of Dean Murray. Uh, He's either a congressman or a senator in New York, and he's a big proponent of daily fantasy and getting regulation. He's a very common-sense guy. I suggest you go follow him on Twitter if you have a chance. Again, his name is Dean Murray. And he's a huge proponent and advocate of just getting regulations so that the people in New York, you know, can have their hobby back. Yep. And I, I've heard of him, obviously, uh, listening to some of the shows, especially Dan Back, I think, had him on once. And, you know, we need some proponents because I, I think it's we're actually in a better place than we were this time a year ago where everything was like the wild, wild west. And, you know, there was a lot of, you know, maybe under the counter things going on. And while I know some people would disagree that we're in a better place, we're going to get regulated. And I think there's too much money involved for it to go away. And I just I I just find it hard to believe it's going to go away for good. So um, fingers crossed, but hopefully we are going to get this solved. In the meantime, I live in Pennsylvania and you live in Michigan, and we both have the right to play. I will tell you one thing before we get into this. Um, I was away in Vegas uh, a a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to play. And, you know, I I had forgotten that Vegas you can't play. And uh, let's just say that Log Me In allowed me to get into my home computer I use that anyway. And, you know, so if you have a friend, if you're in a state where you can't play, um, you know, there, there, there is the, a way of getting a computer, uh, you know, set up elsewhere. Uh, I'm not advising it legally to people, but I, I, it is a way that you can kind of get around it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always different ways around it. Luckily I'm, 45 minutes from the Ohio border and 10 minutes from Canada. So if they ever shut me down in Michigan, I have options. (laughs) Yeah. And um, especially the Michigan option, I think, uh, you know, you could rent a place, you know, cheap and put a computer in there. So, um, all right. So I I thought what we would do since, um, you know, as you mentioned earlier, there is very, Um, A lot of value has opened up every day, a lot of people sitting, a lot of people even being now shut down for the year. And so I thought it would be best to build our lineups with the value first, and then we can look to see where we wanted to upgrade. How does that sound to you? That sounds good. All right. So um, I'm going to flip a coin. You call it heads or tails. 
tails. It was heads. So I will go first, and I will do point guard. I've got two guys who jump off the page at me as it relates to value. One is a guy who I like his price, especially because that's his name. Uh, Ronnie Price at 3,200. Knight has been voted out of last game, or it's been announced that Knight has been is going to be out. Um, at 3,100, he put up 23.5 fantasy points against the Wizards, played 33 minutes. And then the other guy that I really like, I played him the other day, is Jerrion Grant. Um, he, let's see... He played 28 minutes and scored 25.75 points. Um, So Grant or Price are my uh, value picks at the point guard position. Who do you got for us, Mauler? Well, I have three guys at point guard for my value picks. Um, First being Jerry and Grant, who you mentioned. Uh, Ronnie Price is my third on that list. And then my second guy is 4,100, and he's now starting for the Memphis Grizzlies, and that's Jordan Farmar. Yeah, I forgot about Farmar, and uh, mainly because I just want to call him Farmer, and I just think it's ridiculous (laughs) that he's not called Farmer. Um, But he did – he's averaged 25, 26 minutes a game and has put up 24 points the last two. So ownership, I think, on price is going to be the lowest, but – the way we kind of do it is we stick in the guy who we have on top, and that is Jerry and Grant. We both had him on top, so we will plop him in, and we'll move over That's... to you for the shooting guard. All right, as I look down the list at the shooting guard, um, I like Mario Hazonia only if Oladipo's out. They said he's questionable with an ankle injury. He was announced um, as a starter. Out, he was announced as a starter? Yeah, he okay, was announced so... as a starter. So let's uh, scratch him off. My next guy is also comes with the caveat of check the injury list, and that's Etwan Moore possibly if Derek Rose is out. Problem is, is they go with a hot hand in Chicago, and if Aaron Brooks comes in and gets hot, he could get the minutes. Um, and then I kind of look up at, I guess, some middle price guys, um, but I'm really, really liking Kobe Bryant today. Interesting. How come? Well, I I don't know. I just have this feeling, you know, they said that he's going to, he's going to play today and he's going to try and play all of the last seven games. He's down to 4,400. And at some time in the next seven games, I think he's going to get hot. Problem is you have to pinpoint that day. So I like him at the price point, but you know, there's such a big scare of you know him only playing a few minutes and then being done for the game. So I like him, and then I like Lou Williams right next to him. All right. Well, <clears throat> my number one, uh, I do have Moore uh, also on the list. We've not gotten news yet on the uh, Chicago Bulls. But the guy that, you know, I really like tonight as a value is Gerald Henderson. We had played him successfully um, earlier in the season when Crab was hurt. But Henderson's down to $3,300. He has gotten 27, 24, 21, 23, 23, 25, 27 minutes. 
fantasy points. And they're playing up in pace against the, uh, the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors like to pay, play small and fast. And I think at 3,300, Henderson could be a real sneaky GPP play. What do you think about him? Yeah, I love it. Um, like you said, Portland's going to play at Golden State. Golden State is still, you know, playing to, to break the Bulls record. And like you said, they play uh, small ball and Henderson – you know, will be in the lineup when they go small. So I, I love that play. All right, great. So I've popped him in, and we head over to small forward. Um, at small forward today, value-wise, um, especially since we already locked in two guys we really like at a lower price point, um, I don't feel the need to go as low here. A um, couple guys do jump out at me. One is Jay Crowder. Now, Crowder rested the last game, but they're playing the Lakers today. Um, and the game he did play after coming back from injury, he paid 35 minutes and scored 34 points. He is at 5,300 against the Lakers. Um, the reason I didn't like Kobe uh, is, you know, as much as, you know, the, the Lakers Celtic thing. And I, I do think he'll probably play for, you know, that you would think that would be a last game he would want to play, but uh, the Celtics have good uh, defense against oh. those guys, <clears throat> you know, against the guys. Yes. So uh, Michael, um, let's see. So in the um, lower games, the six o'clock games, I've got Crowder. Uh, I've got PJ Tucker. Lure has been announced out, and uh, that also opens up Mirza at 4,700 a bit. Who do you have at the small forward? Oh, and I forgot. <laughs> the number one guy on my list I forgot is Derek Williams. Um, it would give us a second Nick, and that is a 3,800 guy. But when you look at what Derek Williams has done over the last few games, um, 20, 24 and 34 minutes, 20 and 26 fantasy points at $3,800. So he's a guy I like as well. Who do you got more? Yeah, I have a lot of the lower price guys as well. You know, even though, you know, there are some good guys up at the top, the guys I'm looking at are all 5,000 and below. I totally agree with you with PJ Tucker. I like him. I like Al Farouk Aminu. I like Mizrod, like you had mentioned. And I like Mo Harkless at 3,900. Um, I like the Amino and Harkless because they're playing up pace, uh, like you said. And Golden State likes to go small. That means those guys would, are going to get a lot of run. Um, the only problem I have with Derek Williams is, you know, he's probably going to get his 20 points. The problem is he's been starting the last few games, and when he starts, he doesn't get the ball because Carmelo is a ball stopper. And um, you know, I think Derek Williams is amazing when he can get his shots, but with Carmelo pretty much ball hogging, you know, I think Williams upside is limited, but his floor is pretty solid. So those are the guys I'll leave you with. Um, Tucker, Aminu, uh, Teletovich, Harkless, and uh, then Derek Williams. Well, the, the, the way we kind of do it is we look for the overlap. And since, you know, we're definitely going to be upgrading at some positions, um, I'm going to put P.J. Tucker in for now. He was very high up on both of our lineups. 
and he's been playing very well. So we're going to put him in for now, and we move to the Mauler for power forward. Well, the power forward is probably the hardest position to find value today. I love Trey Lyles at the beginning of the day, but with Favors announced as the starter, that went out the window. Portis just isn't seeing the minutes, even though he's starting. Um, he killed I me like- the other night. I had a oh. 300 and something, you know, 320 lineup with him getting, you know, four points. Well, and I was at the airport the other night when he was announced at the starter, and luckily I didn't switch off of him, and all my heads up um, matches had him in, and I, I was 31 of 31 and heads up matches that night. So that kind of helped me. But, you know, when you're looking for value, Henson is hit or miss. Ed Davis. I like him, but like you said, playing up in pace, we don't know if he's going to be the guy that, that you know, gets some minutes. So the, uh, the values to me really are not there at power forward. So I really like Draymond. And then after that, to me, it's kind of a crapshoot. Well, for me, I really like Jabari Parker um, as a value. He's 5,900 playing against Chicago and the thing that I've learned about Jabari is there's certain types of teams that he plays very well against. Um, he's a guy who can give you, you know, he scored 43 points last game in 41 minutes in an OT game, 36, 38, 36 minutes, 38, 31, and 28 uh, points the three previous games at 5-9. I like him a lot. And, um, you know, at 8,500, I can't argue Draymond either. But since we're going for value, what do you think of Parker? Yeah, I think we should slide him in and move on to center and see how it goes from there. All right. So um, center is a position that um, value, I've got two names. Um, One is uh, Mason Plumley, who's been 4,400. My fear here is we've talked twice about um, playing small ball in that game at, at 4,400 when he gets 25, 27 minutes, he can really bring back some value. The other center is um, Chandler. And even though we've got, you know, at 4,600, um, you know, they're, they're going to have a tight rotation. He played 39 and 34 minutes the last two. 35 and 37 fantasy points. And I think that I like him there. And then his, his running mate, Alex Len always has that upside, but is a little bit more volatile. What do you got at the center position Mauler? Well, the funny thing is I actually have Chandler in the three thirty lineup that started on DraftKings, So I like him as the value. Um, I also like Nikola Vucevic. Um, He's only gotten 25 and 22 minutes the last two games, but he's broken 30 each time for, uh, you know, 35 and 37 fantasy points the last two. And he's only 6,600, but uh, I don't know. You know, I like the lower price guys, but I think Chandler's scary. You know, even though I played him early, he's kind of scary because you never know. He's kind of hit or miss. Um, You know, but I really like Paul Gasol up at the top. He, uh, I still think he's a little underpriced. He's a guy with, you know, 60-point upside on some nights. And he had 48 DraftKings points last night against the Pistons. The only thing I worry about with Bulls players today is 
And, you know, I watched the, the Bulls-Pistons game last night, and they look like they left it all out on the floor. So one thing that worries me about them is they're playing on a back-to-back, had to travel from Chicago to Milwaukee, which, you know, isn't a long ways. But they look like they were spent last night, so that kind of worries me. But I do like Paul Gasol. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, I very – and you know, I only played one lineup. Um, I've got one other lineup tonight on DraftKings, and it's got Paul Gasol in it. Um, and I looked at Voos also – and I really like the idea of putting him in for now and seeing where that gets us at 6,600. I mean, he's an $8,000 center, $8,500 center. Um, he, his last four games, you know, I mean, his last two games, 34 and 37 points. Um, the minutes aren't there, but the matchup against Memphis, who has no bigs, um, I, I think even Scott Skiles can figure that one out. Do you have a problem putting Vuce in? No, I, and I think um, he should see an uptick in minutes today. You know, this is his third game back. I'm pretty sure they moved him back into the starting lineup last game. So, you know, I, I'm hoping to see those minutes move up closer to 30 tonight, and I think that would be a great benefit to us. All right. So that leaves us with 8,500 to fill the last three spots each. Um, the one position I felt weakest about out of the four was small forward. And why don't we look to upgrade PJ Tucker before we uh, move on? Who do you like at the top, um, you know, more expensive uh, at the small forward position? Well, there are a couple guys. Um, I like Gordon Hayward just because of the fact that they're playing Phoenix, but I imagine he's going to be matched up with P.J. Tucker, who does a good job. And Gordon Hayward's ceiling isn't what the other guys is. You know, he's good for his 30 to 35, maybe even 40 points, but not very often does he get above that 40-point threshold. But at 7,000, you know, it's a good price to take a chance. Now, if we're looking for upside, I like the Greek freak. 9,400 is a lot, but we both know he has – you know, anywhere between 60 to 75 point upside on some nights. But then you also have to put in the fact that there's nights that he throws up duds. Um, I mean, for instance, four game, three games ago, he only had 17 and a quarter. So, um, you know, you have that to factor in. But, you know, when you're trying to win a GPP, you're looking for upside. So those are the two guys up near the top that I would like. I'm not really on Paul George tonight because they're on a back-to-back, um, you know, he, he'll probably get his 40 points, but he shot five for 15 last night and still ended up with 42 DraftKings points. So I guess, you know, I'll put him down as an option. But other than that, I think, uh, I think those are my three. All right. Well, um, Carmelo is not going to be playing as much as he has. Um, Indiana's on the road against the Knicks. Um, I think they want to keep winning and the Knicks backups can't play defense any better than Carmelo can. Um, I like Hayward. Uh, I didn't think about the PJ Tucker defense, the Greek freak, you know, I, I faded him last time after getting burned a few times in a row. He's been playing like point guard lately. And I just don't think he is looking to go to the basket as much. 
I mean, I, I get your point, and you know, boy, that's a tough one. But I kind of like George a little bit more than the Greek Freak, and Hayward is, you know, good at either. So, uh, what are your thoughts after you know I mentioned that about Paul George? Yeah, I, I like it too because Paul George's floor is is going to be about thirty five or forty today, and that's safe for us at that price. You know, he might he might not have the 60, 70 point upside that the Greek freak has, but you know, he has gotten there before we saw a matchup with Oklahoma city uh, two weeks ago where George got up to 65 DraftKings points. So if it becomes a shootout and a close game um, and George is hitting a shot, he's pretty much unstoppable. So yeah, I think that's, that's good that we talked about that and let's plug him in. All right. Uh, you know, I do like the Greek freak, but we saved $700 and I, I just feel like, um, you know, I, I, he does have that 60-point upside. It might be less likely today than on other days, but hopefully we get less ownership. Um, so you mentioned Paul Gasol, and I he was one of my favorite plays of the night as well. Um, you mentioned Draymond Green, who I like. Um, you mentioned uh, uh, Jimmy Butler. I mean, he's going to be popular tonight after going for 73. And I somehow managed to have him in three or four lineups and not cash. Um, so, uh, the, you know, th- kudos to me for doing something almost impossible. Um, and I had a lot of other good guys, but in every lineup, there was one or two guys who just completely dogged it for me. Um at point guard, Steph Curry, Lillard, Isaiah Thomas playing the Lakers. Um, so when we look for guys, you know, we've got some real good money here. Um, who's your favorite plays of the day? Well, it's hard for me to stay away from Steph Curry because the Portland backcourt is horrid. Now, to to get five times value, he still has to get to – to a little over 50 points but they are at home it's going to be a high pace game I think Lillard is an intriguing play he struggled recently but like I said you know it's going to be an up and down game Golden State doesn't guard the best Um, so I think Lillard is a sneaky play Uh, I do like Draymond Green and I do like Jimmy Butler well that certainly gives us a lot of options uh, let's see if we plug in Butler and green that leaves 5,900 at utility, which would get us Alfred Payton, Rudy Gobert, Monta Ellis, Evan Turner, Julius Randall, Greg Monroe, Alex Len. And if we take Butler out and I really, I really, I have Butler in another lineup, but if we stick Steph Curry in, that get, only leaves us 3,100. So if we put Curry and Draymond in, that really limits us, unless we back off of Paul George, which we can certainly do. No, I like the Paul George play. Um, let's see what we can what, – what if we went off Draymond and put P.J. Tucker back in? I well, think Tucker we put, has a pretty good upside. If we put Paul Gasol – and Steph Curry in, that leaves 4000 for forward. And that would mean uh, Tony Allen, John Henson, Harkless, 
Derek Williams, oh, uh, Nicholson, Trey Lyles, uh, Jason Smith, Doug McDermott. Um, there's a lot of guys at that air area. If we take Curry out and put Lillard in, which everything in me doesn't want to do, which means it might be very sneaky for GPPs, that gets us up to 5,500, which is Aaron Gordon, Jay Crowder, um, Miritich, and P.J. Tucker. I like the Curry-Gasol and pairing that with Harkless. I think Harkless is a safe 3,900 play. He's had over 20 um, as far back as I can look. And like you said, it's going to be a high-paced game where he's probably going to play quite a bit. All right. So I just want to look look, up. Harkless wasn't on my radar, but he did play 32 minutes and 22 minutes. Let's look up the Rotoviz app, the NBA Players app, Rotoviz. Uh, we do have Gerald Henderson in already. So, um, you know, my, again, my initial instinct, which isn't, hasn't been very good lately. Um, let's look at Harkless against Golden State. This year... He scored uh, like three points more a game uh, than he has regularly, but in five more minutes than his average. So he's not really blowing value away. Uh, Let's look at Henderson while we're there. And Henderson is, again, a slight upgrade on less minutes, though, which is nice. And then let's look at Lillard. I think Lillard had that huge one game. Yeah, Lillard's been terrible lately. And he's like you said, he's quite scary. Yep. All right. So if we back off of him and we go Curry and we look at him versus them. Curry is down on the year versus them. Let's look at Draymond. Draymond is actually Draymond is actually better against um, average. Gibson out. Rose game time decision just came out. So um, so uh, that that kind of locks in Paul Gasol for me. Um, yeah. Let's just let's just look at a few other guys. Um, Henson, like you mentioned, is scary, especially since we already have Parker. I really like Derek Williams. Nicholson's a guy who's been very interesting lately. Um, he's gotten over 20 FanDuel points, one, two, three, four, five, five games in a row at 3,700. But you, you really like Harkless. Well, I mean, I just like, when I know they're going to play the minutes and Harkless has been well over 20 minutes lately and some over 30. If we take Curry out and put Draymond in, this could Someone be interesting. Stuck with, yeah. There's nothing really at the 5,800 range. Monte Ellis. I mean, yeah. Alfred Payton. I think we could get in, but. I mean, we can move Russell. Powell up to, 
we could move Powell up to center and take Vucevich out and go from there. I think that's a good idea. Let's look there. We put Powell in at center. Um, let's look at the other centers. Did we like any of the low price centers? I should stop making that noise. If I was if I was watching Miles Plumley's only three thousand. I don't he trust hasn't. anyone for the Bucks anymore. Yeah. I hear you. Um I, I like I do like Jabari today. If we're looking at lower yeah. priced centers uh, Chandler, we kind of ruled out. All right, so there's no other centers we really want to put into utility. Um, at guard, around 6,000. Uh, Oladipo, it's... Oh, I really like Isaiah. Do you like Isaiah? Uh, I don't mind Isaiah. problem is, is I think they're going to absolutely kill the Lakers, and you know they're going to start trying to rest guys whenever they can. So I'm looking for him to probably rest once the game gets out of hand. And well, then that means smart. smart at 4,000. That's that's an intriguing play. Yeah, but, again, I'd like at 4,000 you can find two or three guys that are going to get guaranteed minutes. But, I mean, you know, he's smart. been over smart. He's been over 20 the last five games, so. Yeah, 28, 26, 24, 33, 25, 27, 29, 22, 23, and over 20 fantasy points most days. I mean, you know, again, go ahead. Take into account that Crowder was out, too, a lot of those games. Yeah, yeah. But if we put – I guess putting Jimmy Butler in I guess, you know, that doesn't make sense with uh what's his name? Hold on, let's see. Let me check something. I never thought about that. What's oh, that? Oh yeah. If we if we if we had somebody that was thirty one hundred that would be ideal because you could play Butler and Curry. But I don't see anybody at the three thousand or three hundred dollars, three hundred thirty-one hundred price range, other than, I mean, Dunleavy. But he's been terrible lately. Um, I know C.J. Miles has played well off the bench. He had thirty-seven last night. But you know, do you trust him? But uh, I, I mean, he could be a good GPP play against New York. Then you got Curry and Butler, but you have to punt with Miles and hope for the best. Funny thing is, my first ever GPP win, I had C.J. Miles. He went off for, I think, 40 regular points, over 50 DraftKings points. I'm like 10 three-pointers, so <laughs> he has a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. I think well, Jonas, Jurebko, Jonas Jurebko is a sneaky three-grand play if you want to play Butler and Curry. Well, here, here call me crazy. But if we drop down from Paul George to Hayward and stick Lillard and Curry in, that leaves 3,700 at forward. That gets you to your Derek Williams. Derek's 38. Oh, is he? Oh. (laughs) Nicholson, though, is there. Nicholson, I wish 
man, I wish Favors was sitting. I love Trey Lyles today. Yeah, I had. I, in fact, I got to move Lyles out of my other lineup um, because uh, that is I like an George issue. Hill because he has a good because he has the good upside. You know. Hey, yeah, I was just thinking 30, of a game 35. stack. And also. You know, Utah could kill Phoenix and, and rest Hayward. He does have plantar fasciitis, and if they get up big, you know, they want to rest him. So, um, like you said, Indiana's still fighting for a playoff spot, and they have to win. And New York has been playing well, a lot better at home. So, I I think the Paul George call was a good call. All right. So, if we put Curry in, that leaves 5,300 at forward. And fifty. If we if we did play Jay Crowder, or you you know PJ Tucker, that would leave fifty six hundred at utility, and that would get us Alex Len, Greg Monroe, Rolo, Crowder, nobody that really jumps out at me. Um, if we upgrade Tucker, um, I still think that the Draymond thing. I mean, I could be wrong. But if you go Draymond instead of Curry, boy, that's like, you know, you're going to kick yourself if you take Curry out and he goes off for like 70. Uh, but Draymond, if we put Draymond in, that leaves 6,200 at guard and at utility. Hmm. And if you, let's say we stick Derek Williams in utility, that leaves 8,600 at guard, which gets us to Lillard. If we put Derek Williams in at utility, if we move Derek Williams in at forward, and we put Curry in at point guard, that leaves a 6,800 for utility, which is Clay Thompson, Devin Booker, um, Favors, Middleton, McCollum, and Vucevic. Uh, Boy, it's we're we're having a hard time with these last three, you know, really finding a combination that we like. Go look at C.J. Miles and see if he interests you. Or Solomon Hill or or Jonas Jerebko. Yeah, I mean, Miles just had a big game. Um, With Paul George in, it doesn't interest me. Jerebko at 3,000, 10-game log, uh, minimum of seven, um, maximum of 20. Yeah, I'm just, what? I was just looking because it could get you Curry and Butler, and they could get you 150 between them if they both go off. Yeah, I just find it hard to believe that Butler is going to get I, I don't want to chase that Butler game. Um, Clay Thompson against Portland. That's something I want to that's check. That's a good play. Yeah, that's an interesting play. Let's see what that is. Oh, huge. 44 a game versus 33. So if we plop him in at guard... Um, that leaves a seven grand at forward and at, uh, utility. Who's the guy that we really like from here? I still think that if you're going to do it, you got to stick Lillard in and just pray. 
Um, if you put Lillard well, we, in it, you if you put Lillard in it, utility, that leaves you fifty five hundred at forward. Um, and then you could go Crowder, Miritich, uh, Barnes, Tucker. If you play, if you play Steph and Clay, you fit Derek Williams in at forward. Yeah, but then your hope. What about the other team? You know, someone's got to keep the game close. Yeah, that's true. That's my point. My point Gerald is, Henderson. I don't like Lillard. But if you th- if you feel that this game is going to be a high scoring game and it's going to be, um, you know, something where they keep it close, then you- you're going to need that yin and yang, and that's kind of my point. Now, if we take again Paul George out, and we do what you say, and we go. Hmm, can't really, it can't go Curry Lillard without taking out uh, with you know taking out Gerald Henderson. If we took out Gerald Henderson, put Clay in, and then we put in Curry. Uh, that would leave us thirty six hundred at small forward. If we put Derek Williams in. That's going to leave us. I hate when I do that. Oh, I just got an, uh, a text by one of our loyal listeners that um, no mellow tonight. Really? Yeah. I that mean, that makes really Derek like Williams. Derek Williams. Yeah. So if we put Derek Williams in and we take Henderson out, we go Curry and Lillard. That leaves us 3,400 at forward. Uh, Brandon Bass is a guy who just was doing good for a while and then fell off the table. McDermott is a guy who is so hit or miss. Portis, Trevor Booker, World Peace, Dunleavy, C.J. Miles at three thousand. I mean, we could we could you know stick him in. Uh, Kyle O'Quinn is an interesting guy. Well, yeah, because I'm guessing if Mello's out, O'Quinn's going to start because Porzingis is out as well. So I imagine Williams slides to the three and O'Quinn plays the four, but I'm not Kurt Rambis, so I'm not sure. Yeah, and thank God your IQ would probably have to go down. Um, (laughs) Jerry and Grant, Clay Thompson, Derek Williams, Jabari Parker, Paul Gasol, Steph Curry, Kyle O'Quinn, and Damian Lillard with 400 bucks left. That's what we're looking at right now if we do this. That sounds pretty good. Yep, I agree. Um, let's just do it. I mean, we're getting close. We're 13 minutes to lock. I'm making the changes, and that will do it for the latest installment of the Run to Daylight podcast. Uh, Mueller, you're going to have to start teaching me some baseball and uh, – Pretty, you know, I think our next uh, podcast is going to have to be a baseball one, don't you think? Hey, I'm ready for that. I'll uh, swing for the fences, as you, as you can say. Awesome. Well, thanks for doing the episode, taking some time out on a Sunday. Hopefully we gave the people who did listen, like Reed, um, who we thank for that last bit of advice, because that hadn't come across my, my wire yet. But um, 
you know, hopefully you and I, we're going to go the distance and we'll leave you from the original Rocky movie going the distance. Mauler, have a great day. You too. Thanks. Hello?